For the first time tonight, President Biden is publicly acknowledging his four-year-old granddaughter, Navy Joan, the child of his son, Hunter Biden, and an Arkansas woman out of wedlock. Republicans have criticized the president for not acknowledging a seventh grandchild. But in a statement late tonight, President Biden says it is not a political issue. It's a family matter. He adds he and the first lady want what is best for all of their grandchildren, including Navy. Huh. Look at that. And just like that, a four-year-old boy is born to the Biden family. Kind of a miracle. And welcome to Monday. It is the Chris Plant Show. My name is Mike Opelka, sitting in for my friend Chris Plant this week. And uh, what a remarkable development over the past weekend. 5.02, Friday afternoon, 5.02, no coincidence that basically business on the East Coast had closed down and people had gone home for the weekend. 5.02, and People Magazine pops a story that the Biden family is finally admitting they are recognizing little Navy, the four-year-old girl, who was born of the sexual congress of Hunter Biden and an exotic dancer. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Four years later, and if you read the People magazine article, as perhaps you have already, you notice a couple of things. That the Bidens are saying, as uh, NBC dutifully reported in that clip, that in fact, uh, well, no, this is not a political matter. This is a personal matter. That means they want you to stop talking about it and they want you to realize just what great people the Bidens are because now the seventh grandchild will bump the dog stocking off the mantle at Christmas time. Hmm. The child's about to be five years old. I wonder if she'll be invited to celebrate her fifth birthday with Papa and Mama, or whatever the Bidens call themselves to their grandkids. I, I wonder. I wonder if that's going to happen. We shall see. But anyway, it, it truly is disgusting. Disgusting that the Bidens are trying to say, well, we waited. We waited until, uh, you know, the child support and the paternity had been settled before we decided to recognize the child. No. No, you didn't. Paternity had been settled years ago when Hunter first denied paternity and then a judge said, okay, okay, let's take a DNA test. And then he said, well, okay, it's it's me. Uh, I'm the guy. But he still hasn't seen the child. Joe and Jill haven't seen the child. No matter what the legal wranglings were, it's absolutely disgusting. It's absolutely unchristian, as my late mother would have said, that this family would deny and shun this child, an innocent child of God, just because they were trying to make political points or avoid a political scandal. But then again, that's who the Bidens are. We're going to talk about that throughout the show today. And we'll get back to this because there is additional reaction from uh, people who've been reporting on this credibly for years now. NBC saying that, you know, Republicans pounced on this. They love to say Republicans reacted. 
if uh, Miranda Devine's reporting is correct and my calendar is correct, the Democrats actually started squawking about this about two weeks ago when Maureen Dowd, the favorite columnist of the administration, said, uh, Mr. President, the number is seven. When asked about your grandkids, the number is seven. Siete, if you're playing along in the bilingual Sesame Street numbers game. So we, we will get into that. But there's a whole bunch more to cover today. Because Devin Archer, Hunter Biden's former BFF, I guess they were just ex-BFs because you, you can't have the second F because that meant forever. But uh, former best friend, Devin Archer, is allegedly going to be testifying behind closed doors in a House committee today. Now, we're not going to have the ability to watch it because of Democrats. We're not going to have the ability to watch it because the left doesn't want you to see what's really happening. We have been promised transcripts. We have been told that as soon as possible, as soon as, as, soon as they're finished with the committee hearing, and the transcripts are finished and, I guess, approved. Someone's got to approve them. They will be distributed. And I cannot wait to see those. I cannot wait to read what Devin Archer is going to say because we are told that these could be the connection that we need to tie Joe Biden to Hunter Biden, the Biden crime family, the millions of dollars that came out of not only Ukraine but Russia and China and Romania, and God knows how many other countries. So we will see. Meanwhile, Beach Biden is happening in Lower Slower Delaware. Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. Left, uh, left the work on Friday. He was doing a Bidenomics moment slash campaign speech in Maine. And he was supposed to sign an executive order. This was my favorite moment of um, the Friday event, Joe Biden's public event on Friday. Went up to Maine for this big event, signing an executive order to help the people up there, whatever he's trying to do, buy some votes, et cetera. And uh, he finished up, walked off the stage, and they went, hold on a second, sir, you forgot to sign the thing. They had to walk him back up. He's just not right. And every day, every single day today, July 31st, 2023, is the best Joe Biden's going to be for the rest of his life. It gets worse every single day. And we have a front row seat to it, and it's kind of tragic because we're also the ones who are paying for it. And it really is frustrating. But uh, Joe left Maine, flew back to... uh, D.C. and then bounced over to Rehoboth Beach, where the Bidens have the largest beach house in the state of Delaware, protected by a wall that you and I paid for. A wall. I don't know. Still don't know if it's meant to keep him in or bad people out. But the Bidens are on the beach and uh, they will be there for 10 days. So while this controversy is brewing. While the economy is seeing some additional speed bumps in it as gas prices are rising once again, while consumers, American citizens, are saying that overwhelmingly they don't feel the benefit of Bidenomics, but there is a a huge prosperity happening on the top end. But remember, Joe said it was going to be 
Uh, top down, middle out. No, it, it seems like top up is what's happening. And the wealthiest among us are doing well under Bidenomics while you and I are paying the price. So we'll get to that. I, I'm, I'm still kind of stunned that, that he's doing this because optics are so important in politics. Optics are so key in politics. And Joe Biden on the beach, sitting there on the beach with uh, he's reading some papers. We couldn't get a clear handle on what he was reading. Jill was reading a book. Mr. and Mrs. Biden, the president, first lady, most powerful person and his wife on the beach, surrounded by Secret Service agents. And I'm looking at the pictures of the Secret Service agents. Had to feel badly for them. Yes, there was an ocean breeze coming in. But uh, they have to wear bulletproof vests. And they have to stand and create a perimeter, which means part of the beach has to be closed. And that part of Delaware, the beautiful southern part of Delaware, which is pretty much Trump country, they call it lower, slower Delaware. That part of Delaware now has what's known as Joe Jams because the Bidens create traffic every time they move because we have to protect our president. And that's kind of important. So he's just oblivious to it. And he's going to be there for 10 days. Typhoon hitting Taiwan, hitting China. There was a, uh, a huge political rally in Pakistan where a bomb exploded, killing 40-plus people, injuring hundreds. Uh, drone attacks in, in Moscow's business district, reportedly from Ukraine. You have Putin threatening nuclear retribution. Joe's on the beach doing what? Maybe it's because I just don't understand people who can just sit on the beach or lay in the sun for hours at a time. I can't do it. I'll go outside. I'll play golf. I'll work in the garden for a few hours. But I can't just sit there and bake. The Bidens apparently can uh, I'm mystified by it. Just we're different people. And if you can do it, uh, I, I wish somebody could explain it to me as well. Uh, a couple other things. Uh, why is Joe Biden allowed to walk around shirtless on the beach wearing a hat backwards? He looks like a crazy old man on the beach. Well, maybe that's accurate. Perhaps. Have you seen the hatless or the shirtless back back hat? Shot. I'll, I'll post it on Twitter. I have to put it up on Twitter. Uh, we also have um, big news out of Rand Paul, who is uh, referring some criminal charges against Dr. Fauci. And we'll talk about that because I think that's a big stinking deal. It, um, it's also if, if you're planning on going to Haiti for a vacation and why would you? Seriously. Haiti never seems like it's the safest place in the world. We had an American nurse and child kidnapped over the weekend, and uh, the State Department's telling everybody, maybe you should leave Haiti right now. Uh, I love the Dominican Republic, the other side of the island of Hispaniola. It's a beautiful place, beautiful golf courses and beaches, and seems like a lot of security there as well, at least compared to Haiti. There are uh, some big stories we'll have to get to as well. The state of Illinois, my old home state, born in Chicago, like Chris. Uh, now has a law that will allow people here illegally to become law enforcement, law enforcement, sheriffs, etc. Really? Is that what we want to do? 
I'm just wondering. Uh, we also have to talk about the Prime Act that was proposed by uh, House member Thomas Massey out of Kentucky that should help you and I and everybody who enjoys a good piece of meat buy that meat without a lot of government interference. Uh, there is a, uh, a story about a wine that makes your skin look younger. I have your attention now, don't I? And MasterCard is doing to the legalized pot business what they apparently were starting to do to legalize sales of guns. We have to get into that as well. Like I said, there is a lot going on today, and you're also welcome to join the conversation. 888-630-9625 is the number, 888-630-9625. That is the uh, phone number here at the Chris Plant Show. Uh, we will also today uh, look back on history because I think we're at 35 years since Joe Biden plagiarized Robert Kennedy Jr.'s father. Yeah, and Robert Kennedy noticed, and he's pointing it out online, too. Uh, we have some things from the Trump rally. We also covered the uh, Reagan dinner in Des Moines, Iowa, on Friday night, where 13 of the GOP candidates spoke. Some of them said some interesting things. Some of them said some silly things or even foolish things. And Donald Trump had a rally in Erie, Pennsylvania, on Saturday night. It is a, a cornucopia of important stuff happening today in our lives, and we'll get to all of it. Michael Pelka in for Chris Plant on the Chris Plant Show. You're listening to the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around the clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. It is the Chris Plant Show on a Monday, the final Monday of July 2023. Mike Opelka in for my friend Chris Plant this week and trying to get to everything. But my goodness, there is a ton of news out there today. Uh, I just saw this one. Uh, put this in the no shock department. No shock department. The Secret Service has denied a FOIA request, a Freedom of Information Act request to provide the list potentially linked to the cocaine incident. That's what they're calling it, the cocaine incident. The Heritage Foundation asked for it, and the Secret Service says, nope, not going to get that. Anyone shocked? No. Of course we're not. Of course we're not shocked. But we should be outraged. The mainstream media 
should be outraged. Yes. Will they raise questions? I don't know. With uh, Joe and Jill at the beach, will KJP show up? The press is in absentia lately anyway. Uh, Let's try and grab a, a quick phone call in here. Mark is in Alexandria, Virginia. Hello, Mark. Welcome to the Chris Plant Show. Hello, What's sir. up? Hello, sir. A um, couple things. Global warming is now over in D.C. It lasted three days. Um, and quite frankly, um, when I first came here 15, 20 years ago, we'd have two or three weeks of 90 or 100 degree weather. So I'm glad to announce uh, global warming is over. Second, you forgot that uh, Russia essentially just uh, invaded uh trying to dis- depose uh, the duly elected leader of Niger, or Niger, however you pronounce it, the Wagner Group's responsible for that. Thank you, Joe Biden. And third is we're letting the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia off the hook for um, ignoring the Constitution and essentially enabling Joe Biden and his thugs at DOJ to run roughshod over the American people. After all, this is the court that bought the P-tapes. How many hundreds of thousands of uh, um, uh, FISA court violations were there? And this court just sings happily along, and they've given us uh, the attorney general and the uh, genius uh, Kajina Brown on the Supreme Court, who doesn't even know that before she copies and pastes something in her opinion, she should probably fact-check it. Man, that's all I got. Oh, well, it's a good start, Mark. You know, that's a wonderful start. You're right. I didn't mention the coup in Niger or whichever pronunciation is permitted by the international media. But thank you. An excellent list there. Uh, let's check in uh, quickly with Chris in Colorado. Hello, Chris. Welcome to the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Mike. Um, basically, you said you just didn't get it why people like Biden and uh, his um uh, counterpart there can lay in the sun and it not affect them. It's very simple. When you're hellbound, uh, you know, you got nothing else to look forward to. So it doesn't bother them. Oh, I thought you meant when you're hellbound, the heat doesn't bother you because it's like a cool day on in where you're yeah, going. Going. Just That's thinking. Exactly it. That's exactly yeah. it. And you know, basically, uh, Captain Graf. Um, who is, you know, commander-in-thief of the country, uh, says things, and then he has to be corrected. And, you know, I don't know how he could be the poorest guy in uh, the Senate. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, If you're a student of Shakespeare and you understand Othello or Otello in the opera world, Biden is Iago constantly saying, he who steals my purse steals trash. He's lying. Michael Pelkin for Chris Plant on the Chris Plant Show. This is the Chris Plant Show. Thirty-four minutes after the hour, Michael Pelka, my name. This is the Chris Plant Show. I am here sitting in for my friend Chris Plant, who's vacationing this week. I thank you for being here. 
We have a full menu today. Absolutely full menu today. And um, the Devin Archer testimony does not start until 10 a.m. There's also something happening in uh, Florida with the Mar-a-Lago documents case. The DOJ, of course, trying to squeeze an employee of the Trump organization and get some kind of story out of him. This is the uh, the latest. It feels like an episode of Law and Order where the DOJ is just saying, well, get that guy in here and put the squid. Tell him you're going to ruin his life if he doesn't flip on Trump. Uh, we'll see. Mr. Trump was very defiant over the weekend. Uh, here's a headline that caught my eye. The son of the president has been arrested for allegedly laundering money to his father. I mean, I saw that headline and I thought, what? The son of the president has been arrested for allegedly laundering money to his father. What do you mean allegedly? We all know. Oh, it's not. It's not the American president. It's the Colombian president's son who has been arrested in a money laundering probe. Uh, President Gustavo Petro ordered the investigation into his son Nicholas last March. How about that? How about that? A president who might say, gee, uh, the law applies to everybody. If my son is implicated, go and investigate him. In this case, Pietro, who is a lefty, the first left-wing leader in that country's history, uh, he said he, he hasn't taken any money from the drug tra- traffickers and ordered prosecutors to investigate his son. And he wrote, over the weekend he wrote, it was painful for one of his children to be sent to prison, but he would not interfere with the investigation. Now, we have heard uh, Cringe, KJB, the press secretary, whichever you want to call her, say that uh, Joe Biden is not going to interfere with the Department of Justice. But it certainly feels like it's opposite day. Every time in this administration, they tell us one thing and something else happens. So I've never wanted to be like Colombia, but today I kind of would like us to be like Colombia. That maybe if the president's son is credibly accused of something, that the DOJ would allow the investigation to go forward and not send a letter to a potential witness who's going to be called in front of a congressional hearing today behind closed doors without video, uh, that the DOJ wouldn't threaten to have that person arrested because we're suddenly some kind of a third world country. Colombia, how about that? Uh, We also learned over the weekend as it relates to Hunter Biden And the laptop, it seems like the laptop is so full of evidence you could find a a crime an hour to investigate. And in this case, they they now are saying they, uh, the New York Post, which has the coverage that came up Saturday, Hunter Biden may have stored Joe Biden conversations, and that's in quotes there, Joe Biden conversations on encrypted messaging apps. So we already knew Hunter Biden was tied in with this app called WhatsApp. WhatsApp is uh, is a um, a way to make phone calls to people overseas and send messages a without being traced 
and without being charged for roaming charges. When I was traveling with my wife to Wimbledon a couple of years ago, we used WhatsApp to call home. And we used WhatsApp to call family members who were also in town because it allowed you to just use the internet and avoid paying the roaming charges. But apparently Hunter had no fewer than 16, 16 private messaging apps, many of them highly encrypted. And so he could, he could converse or send sensitive business and personal correspondence across those platforms. And this is all from the nonprofit group Marco Polo, the group that has been posting a lot of the stories from the laptop, much of it not safe on your work computer. So if you're thinking about diving into the Hunter Biden computer and everything that's been posted on it, don't do it on a work computer. You'll be in the HR office before you know it. But they know now through investigations into what Marco Polo has found and posted that um, Hunter downloaded, as I said, the 16 different private messaging apps, including one called Wicker, W-I-C-K-R. And that's on his iCloud account going from 2012 forward. And Wicker is an app that's often used by drug dealers, apparently. Perhaps one of Hunter's drug dealers when he was still using told him that we can talk on Wicker. I don't know. Certainly seems like it would behoove us to have an unfettered investigation into the entire Biden crime family. And uh, I, I'm, I just had the reaction this morning as we're hearing the news reports about uh, Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and Devin Archer. I'm wondering why we haven't heard the name James Biden, Jim Biden, Joe's brother. For quite some time. Are they trying to figure out maybe how to put all of this on Jim Biden? Jim Biden is the guy who was there many, many times to in the stories about Hunter. He was there many, many times to rein in Hunter while Joe was the vice president. If you read Miranda Devine's book, uh, The Laptop from Hell, you'll learn a lot about James Biden. I'm a Delaware resident and I know about James Biden because we have looked into the Ukrainian-American who owns auto dealerships here and in Eastern Europe. I think he's got over a dozen auto dealerships in Eastern Europe, but he's got an Audi dealership here in Wilmington, Delaware. And uh, that's where the Bidens were getting some of their cars. I witnessed Joe and Jill leaving the dealership right after he had left the vice presidency and driving out in a brand new BMW so I went in and, you know, asked a few questions and learned the story of this dealership and the Ukrainian-American. And you can actually look this up online. The guy that owns that dealership and the aforementioned European dealership network was Joe Biden's largest single donor when he was a senator. He was the largest single donor to Joe Biden's Senate campaigns for years, and he also made a loan to James Biden, a substantial six-figure loan to James Biden so he could rebuild his beach house in Florida. Now, James Biden ran into financial trouble, and uh, that loan was never paid off. It was considered satisfied, which is an interesting word, right? 
when the when the home finally sold, I believe it sold either in a distressed situation, possibly even a loss. Uh, the the loan to the Ukrainian businessman, big donor to Joe Biden, was just listed as satisfied. I don't know what that means, but keep your eyes on Jim Biden. The president's brother has his tentacles in all of this. He's also one of the guys who got keys to Hunter's office in D.C. when they opened up Hunter and Devin Archer and all the other business partners opened up offices in D.C. Joe had a key. Hunter had a key. I believe Jill had a key. All of this needs to come out. Will we hear it today? Thanks to Devin Archer's testimony? I don't know. I really don't know. It seems like every time we connect the dots, the left comes in and pulls the rug out. We shall see. And we have to get to some of the comments made on the weekend on the Sunday talk shows. Senator Chris Coons, who is a dutiful soldier for the Biden crime family, uh, really out there trying to make the case. He's the guy that Biden handpicked to have his seat in the Senate when Joe went to become vice president. Uh, You're welcome on all this. I I do have big stuff today as it relates to China, the coronavirus or the Chinese virus, as we like to call it, America and some some secret Chinese labs here in the country, Dr. Fauci and Rand Paul. So we're going to try and connect the dots on some of that today. And it goes back to something Jim Jordan warned us about over two years ago. It might be three years ago next week. We'll have to get the ex- exact date on it. And uh, as I said, you're welcome to join us at 888-630-9625. Mark is in Landover Hills, Maryland. Welcome to the Chris Plant Show, Mark. Hey, thanks a lot, Michael. What's Always up, sir? Hey, can you hear me, Michael? Yeah, you're coming in loud and clear. What's up? Hey, buddy. Uh, man, it's always good to hear you, Michael, when you set in for Chris. And I told Jasmine I had a suggestion, man, as I would love to see you two do one show together because I'll tell you, with his wit and sarcasm and your wit and numbers and stuff that you're so knowledgeable about, I think it would be a great show. Just just, just an observation. But I was wanted to ask you, Michael, if you noticed, like I did, that a FOIA request for the public good and public trust gets about as much respect as a whistleblower does. And that seems to be a common thread with these lefties. And I think it's time that, you know, with Merrick Garland and these other pieces of trash, that we need to clean them out of there. And, man, they need to, they, they need to remember that they took an oath to work for the public trust and the public good. And that they are not doing. And I'll get off of here, Michael, in just an observation. And, hey, man, good hearing you, buddy, and take care of yourself. Thank you so much, Mark. We, we appreciate it. You know, Chris and I have history, so... Uh, when we get together and sometimes over beers, the sarcasm and the barbs fly back and forth. And it would be a fun show. I would do it. one of these days. I know sometimes Chris does these things called politics in a pint. And I would love to show up at one of those one day as well. Maybe we'll figure it out. We will figure it out. I, I have to be here when he's not here. And, you know, so uh, it's, it's, it's not often we're in the same place at the same time. It does happen, but not often. Um, as it relates to the DOJ and the responsibility these people have when they raise their hand and swear an oath to protect and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic, those are the words that are in that oath, I often wonder how 
how often they hear those words in their head when they're avoiding doing their jobs. It is, um, it is unconscionable to me some of the things that we are seeing done, especially as we saw Saturday, which was corrected on Sunday. Saturday, the DOJ sending a note to the judge saying, you know, this Devin Archer guy, he needs to report to prison immediately. And then Sunday they went, no, no, you know, we re- that's not what you guys are misunderstanding. It. We didn't mean, ah, it's not quite like that. And to his credit, Devin Archer's attorneys put out a note saying we didn't interpret what the DOJ letter said as being some sort of threat. And I think that was very wise of them to do that because he's already got a tough enough road to hoe. And this is going to be a a very interesting day. I just wish this is the day I could be working in D.C. as as a uh, court reporter taking down all the words that were said. But we're going to have to wait until we get the uh, text for that on the uh, on the uh, topic of of what Rand Paul is doing Rand Paul has stood up and and we've witnessed some really interesting back and forth between Rand Paul and Dr. Fauci it's doctor versus doctor and many times I've thought oh I'd love to see those two just without the time limits go back and forth in an open debate because I think Rand Paul's got him got him in spades especially when you hear the history of what Fauci was doing. But now we have Rand Paul announcing a criminal referral to the DOJ for Dr. Fauci over gain of function research funding and gain of function, which I, I know Joe Biden's fond of saying, you know, a lot of people didn't know what the supply chain was until I became the president. No, that's not true. But gain of function was something that was, you know, foreign to me before COVID. And then we started learning that there are labs all over the planet where people are trying to take a normal virus and supercharge it to turn it into a weapon. And the gain of function at the Wuhan lab, which is funded by you and I, our taxpayer dollars went there, seemed to create a weapon that suddenly was unleashed on the world. I fully believe in my heart that China released this. Uh, Maybe prematurely, it may have gotten out through a leak, but the intention appears to have been to send this to military groups around the world. If you don't know the story, back in the late fall of 2019, nations from all over the world sent military reps to compete in in a games, an Olympic military type exercise where every country faced off. And our, our team left from Washington. Our team left from Washington State, the, um, the base that's near the headquarters from one of those big box stores. I think it's uh, Costco. They left from that uh, Kirkland, Washington, and they flew to Wuhan, and they came back at the end of October, early November, And then we started seeing a respiratory virus outbreak in that area that no one had seen before. And then you started seeing it in other countries where, in fact, some of these soldiers had gone. So was that the plan? We'll find out. But Rand Paul is is pressing to get a criminal referral from the DOJ on Dr. Fauci, who currently has, by the way, uh, security protection better than Robert Kennedy is getting. 
Fauci, not a federal employee anymore, but he's on a huge pension, is getting super protection with his own security detail that you and I are paying for. And at the same time, in California last week, we discovered a Chinese bio lab. Inside that lab, well, we'll discuss what was inside that lab and how dangerously close it was to a military base in California. Coincidence? Nope. There are no coincidences. Coincidences. It's Michael Pelka in for Chris Plant on the Chris Plant Show. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. It is the Chris Plant Show on a Monday, the last Monday of July in this uh, fabulous year of 2023. Michael Pelka is my name. In for my friend Chris this week. We will welcome August together tomorrow. By the way, August, kind of cool. August is a month with two super moons. Those are beautiful, bright, full moons with... I guess where the Earth is the closest it can be to the moon, or the moon's the closest it can be to the Earth, so it looks huge. So if you are a person who appreciates the moon rise tonight and really tomorrow, a supermoon happening, and there'll be another one at the end of the month. I know, that's, that's worthless trivia for the cocktail party. I did post a photo of our president, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., shirtless in his presidential bathing trunks. Why don't they have the presidential seal on them? If I were president and I were going to the beach, I really, I really would like to have my own set of presidential bathing trunks with the presidential seal on it. They have jackets and hats for him. Why not bathing trunks? But Joe's got his aviators on and he's got a baseball cap on and it's facing backwards. And there's a lot of debate about whether or not it's okay for a gentleman of his age to have his baseball cap turned around. That doesn't bother me as much as everything else he does. I, I got bigger problems than a baseball cap being turned around. And uh, the, the shirtless thing, I, I see I'm not a shirtless beach guy. I'll walk the beach I'll stroll the beach. I won't lay down in the sand for a long time. I'm trying to think, who was it? One of you responded, he really, he really should be more worried about sand. After all, a single bag of sand took him out a few months ago. Right? All right, first hour in the can. We have so much to get to today. It's Mike Opelka in for Chris Plant on the Chris Plant Show. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen. 